Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. All right, Santi. Hello. 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 Strand Tennis Center podcast. Uh, how many of these have we done straight, live? Three. Four? Three. Four. And a little bonus coverage. I saw yeah. the bonus coverage. Oh, okay. That's good. That's yeah, good. It's yeah. good. Andrew is uh, a funny man. He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. Uh, just another tip we can hone in on here for a little bit, only probably about 15, 20 minutes, is how to become a complete player. Um, it's a really, really kind of a general question, but we'll try to nail it down or, or a general kind of concept, but we're going to try to nail it down. So I've been thinking about this. Becoming a complete player is more than just your physical game. It's more of strategic it's more of your mental game. It's in fall involves everything. I'd say physical, mental, strategic. Uh, the number one thing is when you work on your game, you need to try to develop all facets of the game. It's a fine line. I don't want you to spend all this time on weaknesses, right? You want to work on your strengths, but when you play a match, one of the best ways to become a complete player is to forget about micro losses and think long-term. So a perfect example is if you play three sets, play three sets differently. So the first set, okay. serve and volley. The second set, play defense. The third set, variate, hit slices, hit top spins, change every shot. So you looked at me like that going, yeah. what do you mean by that? Yeah. So yeah, what do you mean, like, what if you find something that already works? You know, you find something that works, but you may mm-hmm. play somebody and you may have a day that's that not that's not working, so you mm-hmm. want to have a lot of things to go in your bag. Yeah. So you're doing that to be a complete player. So I may have a great game. I may be very offensive. Mm-hmm. I may I may take the ball on the rise really early and it may not be working that day, so I go, "All right, I have to back up and be defensive." You'll see Nadal play around on the baseline a lot, right? So yeah. he'll remember he's playing the U.S. Open final. He played Kevin Anderson. He was all the way back on the serve, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes he'll move in, right? So you need to be able to do all those different things. You need to be able to take it early. You need to be able to take it late. You need to be able to come forward. You need to be able to stay back. You need to be able to be patient. So when you're playing, I would – and that's the problem. And that what you just said is the yeah. problem with a lot of young kids and people. Yeah. They go, if I'm winning this way, why do it any why other way? Yeah. Because you will become that complete player. Okay. Very similar to Tiger Woods when he was younger, was winning. Then he decided to change his game and didn't win for a while, and then he won, like, everything. Yeah. So he realized that I wasn't going to be this complete golfer if I didn't do this. Right. Um, so you have to do that. You have to be willing to lose mm-hmm. to be better in the long term. So, so that's number kind of a strategic way to change things, right? To keep on working on being defensive, offensive, and variate. Um, you also need to become a complete player by being willing to play all players. And the problem is with a lot of players, they only want to play up. They only want to play someone better than them. Yeah, they just want to play the good ones. So that makes you pretty one-dimensional in a way because you don't, number one, face any pressure to win there's none of that there so you are playing someone better than you you're not supposed to win you can swing free and easy and play and it doesn't matter you you don't really have those situations in life 
So what you really need to do is to play all three levels of player. You need to play someone better, so you learn how to deal with that kind of ball. You need to play someone equal, because you need to deal with that type of strategic challenge and what I need to do at this point. Every point is important, and I need to say, oh, if I don't win these seven points, usually when you have a match where you're pretty much equal, it's, the, it's like seven or eight points that makes the difference. So you figure out, okay, what I need to do. Then you need to play someone that you're supposed to beat because there's a whole different level of pressure to that too. Because I go into a match, ex- people are expecting me to win. People don't like that. There's more people that lose to people that are supposed to win to because they don't like the pressure of having to win because it's kind of a, it's a no-win situation. If you win, you were supposed to win. And if you lose, it's an embarrassment, right? But you have to get used to that. People become top 10 players by beating everyone below them. And I mentioned to you David Ferrer, who's one of the, you know, top 10, uh, top three for how many years in a row Mm -hmm. because he just beat everyone below him. No one would beat him. You know, someone would, but no one in general on a, a, a large sample size would beat him consistently. He would lose to the top four guys, top three guys. He would lose to, before Murray was around, he would lose to Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic, then would lose to Murray. But he would beat the people he was supposed to beat. And if people could just do that, they'd probably be very successful instead of worrying about the great player that they have to beat. Because most of the people you're supposed to beat, we don't. And that's what happens a lot. Uh, that's a great way to become a complete player. So go out there. Let anyone challenge you. So if you let anyone challenge you, you'll get every sample size. Don't be like, this person's not good enough. Right. I can't play this person. That's not the way to become a complete player. Okay. Play everyone in front of you. Anyone. just Anybody that asks for a game, play it. Because if you play enough people, you'll, you'll find every level. And that's a big key. Yeah, that makes sense. I definitely see, like... Sometimes kids don't want to play certain kids because they know that they're better than them and, like, the other kid can't keep up or, you know. But the kid that's lower, like, he wants to be, he wants to improve. And you're not going to improve unless, you know, you're hitting with someone that's slightly better than you or way better than you that helps you move around and tweak your form and stuff like that. So that's the balance. So there's the balance with running a program, right? Because if, if that's the case, which helps kids then those kids that are challenging those lower kids need to play someone above them too. So theoretically, if you look at it, no one would ever play anybody better than them because that person needs to play someone better than them. So luckily, it's true that you need to play and you need as a, I guess we'll go into teaching as a pro, balance that. You need to be able to say, okay, I have a group of 16 kids. They all need to be challenged, but I can't have one kid playing a kid that's just better than the whole time. That's not a developmental positive. So everybody should play all those levels. All those 16 kids should experiment with playing a little better, a little worse, equal. So they all have that balance. So that way the kid can become a complete player. When a kid gets wrapped up in playing someone better, like you said, it will improve some of their game, but it's not going to improve all of their game. So I think that's a big key with becoming this complete player. And when you – and physically, if you become a complete player, when you go out there and practice, Mm -hmm. again, work on different shots. That's a complete player. Don't get honed in on saying, okay, I have a big serve and a big forehand, and I'm going to go to that well. Work on things. 
You don't have to try work. It, right? Yeah, try yeah. it. You don't have to work on weaknesses for seven hours, but work on specialty shots and var- variating things. And say, I'm going to work on a topspin lob. I'm going to work on a drop shot. Those kind of things you can pull out of your bag and beat people. <clears throat> I mean, a simple thing. I mean, this is years ago. I don't know, before you, you watch, it was if you're watching tennis in the 80s, when Macaro was playing Lendl for a while, <clears throat> he would beat him, and then he was losing for a while. And then a simple thing, uh, Tony Roach's coach said, why don't you, instead of, because Macaro was a servant volleyer, and he approached, instead of approaching, moving him left and right, you're giving him an angle, approach right down the middle. And it changed everything. He won a lot of matches after that against him because he gave Lendl no angle to work with. Some things like that, like simple little nuances can make a big difference in how you play the game. You know, you can get stuck. That's why a good coach gives great perspective. You can get stuck and going, oh, no, I got to make this guy move left and right. And when you're doing that, all of a sudden you're opening up cross courts and angles for him. So to be very careful with, you know, getting stuck in one way to play because someone's going to find answers to that and you need to find Somebody's going to question that, excuse me, then you're going to need to find answers to it. Yeah. Makes sense. It's okay. a very, very quiet podcast oh. today. <laughs> Not like last week where we were had a lot of people in here, a hectic, lot of fun, a lot of, hectic a lot of craziness. But this yeah. is just a quick one to help people become a complete player and realize you should play all comers. Okay. Anything you want to add? Uh, no. That's perfect. You said everything. Just make sure, like, as a student or as someone who's actually playing matches, definitely, definitely try hitting all shots and different types of shots because sometimes you get used to hitting, like, cross court forehands and that works, but eventually you're going to face someone that can get to the ball and, you know, you want to just have a different. Bunch of bunch of sh- different shots in your bags that you can use, and you have to be confident in those shots eventually just to pull them off. Correct. Right. If yeah. you're not confident in your shots, you're just gonna hit out or t- too safe, and you don't want to play too safe. It's better to just enjoy yourself and play and have fun, and go for the shots rather than be a safe player all the time. The best yeah. phrase we use is lose better. So if you're going to lose, lose on your own terms or die on your own sword. Go for the shot in the right context. People mm-hmm. play all the time. They get a short ball. They get tentative and they get afraid to lose. Mm-hmm. And then you can't find any answers that way. In the context, when you get a short, weak ball, you have to go for it. Mm-hmm. Go for that shot. Learn to be aggressive because if you don't, the opponent's going to realize that and never feel intimidated at all. Mm-hmm. So when they don't feel intimidated, their short balls are going to naturally start going deeper because they don't feel any stress. Mm-hmm. But if you establish that you're going to move forward, hit the shot that is correct at the right time, mm-hmm. it sets a precedent and you have to do that. So lose better, keep going for shots. You have to at mm-hmm. the right time. Play defense at the right time, but you have to play offense at the right time too. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, good, Santi. This was fun. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody. See you. Oh, perfect. Hey, everybody. Hope you liked the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves. Share it.